Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Favorite Marriage Podcast. We are Monty and Janine Mora, and we are so excited that you chose to join us for this new episode. Yeah, before we dive into today's content, uh, we have a huge announcement to make. Uh, We are now on Spotify Mm -hmm. and YouTube. We got our own YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, and Facebook. (laughs) So if you would do us a favor, be sure to subscribe, follow, like, and share this content with your family or friends. That would be amazing and helpful to us. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Favorite Marriage Podcast with your hosts, Monty and Janine Moore. Thanks for joining us as we explore relevant topics about marriage and teach you how to experience God's favor on your forever. We launched this podcast to help you discover deeper love, intimacy, and oneness according to God's design. With over 25 years of marriage, our desire is to encourage any marriage in any season to have the favorite marriage. Enjoy today's podcast. Well, today we're going to dive into today's uh, topic, and we believe it's probably one of the most important topics in marriage, and that is how a couple will navigate through the changing seasons in their marriage. Right. Um, And so today we're going to be looking at an ancient text from the Bible, Mm -hmm. Psalm 23, and um, that psalm is in the context of a shepherd and a sheep. Right. So like if 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 a person's ever been in church service, um, a VBS or a funeral, I'm sure that they have probably heard somebody talk about Psalm 23, about the Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, what we're going to do is this this specific Psalms 23, we're going to look at it through the lens of marriage. And we're going to take a take a glance at how God can come into a marriage and lead and guide a marriage. Um, through through all the different changing seasons within within their life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And before we do, Monty, let's just clarify something. When we have read Psalm twenty three, or even if you Google Psalm twenty three or the Good Shepherd, you're gonna get all these beautiful pictures of Jesus holding this baby lamb, or you know, all these yeah. beautiful pictures of the Good Shepherd. Now, we watched um, a little documentary the other day, and shepherding is not easy. Yeah. You know, it is a dirty job. It is a hard job. It is a job that our Savior chose to do for us. So um, I want you just to just to wipe out all of those um, cute little pictures. I mean, sure, you know, when they're babies and they're sweet, um, just like puppies, you know, little lambs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the shepherd shepherding full grown sheep. Yeah, us. And also shepherding can be pretty smelly as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it can. <laughs> now, when you look at Psalm 23, I wanted to read the first three verses, which we're going to be kind of breaking down here today. And David says, the Lord is my shepherd. I will lack nothing. Mm-hmm. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul and he guides me along the right path for his name sake. And what we love about this this text is it's describing that relationship between God as a shepherd and of course us being his sheep. Janine, I was reading the other day about Gary Chapman. He wrote a book called The The Four Seasons of Marriage. And in the book, he describes marriage as four seasons like fall, summer, winter, and spring. And he shared a quote that I, I wanna share with the audience today. And the quote that Gary Chapman said, uh, sounds like this. He says, marriages commonly move from one season to another 
knowing that each season might repeat itself numerous times over a long course of a marriage. Marriages are perpetually in a state of transition. And even just kind of reading that quote, we can look back over the years in our marriage, 28 years of marriage, and we have been through many different seasons of marriage, haven't we? Yes, and if you go into marriage thinking that, oh, this handsome or beautiful person that you married is never going to change and you just want them to stay that way for till death do us part, not going to happen. Okay, changes happen and a lot of changes, even physically your hair's thin, my hair's thin. Um, we've we've um, got more wrinkles, and you know it's yeah. just physical changes, but also just personalities. You know, as we grow into parenting, as we get into new jobs, careers, transitions happen, changes happen between the two of you. Um, so don't expect um, when you say I do that person standing across from you at the altar is always going to be the same, never changing. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And some couples, they just don't take into consideration that life is going to happen. And as life happens, changes are going to happen with inside of the marriage. Um, you know, when we've we've been through other seasons of marriage, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. but when you think of um, of Psalm 23, marriage, shepherd, sheep, um, and all the different changing seasons and challenges that a shepherd will navigate the sheep through, man, we're talking like hills, valleys, quiet waters, roaring rapids, and especially with us living here in the beautiful state of Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. (laughs) We have tons of beauty in this amazing state. Yes, we do. Yeah, and even here in Colorado, we have the beauty of the mountains. We have lakes. We got rivers. We got um, snow peaks. I mean, we have it all. We so if blessed. you ever was that, we are blessed. Yeah, we're definitely blessed. And of course, mm-hmm. the beautiful landscape here from our house, we can literally kind of just see um, Pikes Peak. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. the beauty of Colorado. But what people don't understand is when they come to Colorado and they buy these excursions, especially if they're going to go whitewater rafting. I think the most important thing that anyone can do here in Colorado during whitewater rafting is hire a guide. Right. Right. Or even if you plan on going on any of the more treacherous terrain in the mountains, um, it's very wise to find someone who's been there, who's done that, who knows um, all about elevation. Um, We had some friends do the um, 14er um, just recently and and they were shocked on how much of a difference it was from 7,000 to 14,000 yeah. feet. So you have to be wise when you're going through those transitions. And yes, most definitely, if you can, hire someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Thus, the shepherd, <laughs> God, the shepherd in Psalm 23, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the shepherd knows the landscape of the of the desert. Uh, the shepherd knows the sheep. The shepherd knows where the waters are the shepherd knows where the green pastures are he guides and he leads the sheep along you know the way and so that's the same thing that has god does for us he has done for us is he's guided us he's led us through as a sheep and um he has definitely been there for us when we needed him the most yes um so going back to just looking at psalm 23 through the eyes of a marriage um through husband and wife yeah. Um, we had shared before that this, this was something new to us. I've always read Psalm 23 
and I've just thought of it as um, just personally, but as you begin to just navigate through Psalm 23 as a husband and wife, there was just so much, um, so many things that made sense, more right. sense when when you think about a husband and a wife. Because if you said, I do, at the altar and in your scripture reading or in your vows or anything in there, I talked about becoming one flesh, the two become one flesh. Yep. That is um, the idea of being guided and directed by the shepherd as one. Mm -hmm. So I want to share the um, illustration that we've done before. Um, if you've taken any one of our marriage classes, sat in a Bible study with us that um, we discussed one flesh with, you have seen this illustration. And of course, we didn't come up with this. Someone taught us this many, many years ago. But if you have those two pieces of clay, and we have white and black, maybe think about the, the white wedding dress and the black tuxedo. Okay. And these are two different pieces of flesh. And when you bring them together in the, um, in the marriage vows where the two become one, and you begin to bring these two pieces and mesh them together. Mm -hmm. Now, if I just stopped here, I mean, we may be able to get some of this out possibly be it'd be hard um but i think there's still be some residue but that's because i only molded it for a little while right um but if you continue to mold and you continue to do life together and everything that you and your husband you and your wife um do is you're you're thinking one flesh because everything he does affects me and everything i do affects him this mentality this idea of one flesh gets more and more yeah. um, just intertwined and it's, you know it's going to be way harder for us to to get this black and this white separated so I don't know if you can see that but yeah this isn't going to ever be separated ever again and if I continued for another couple minutes eventually this would turn gray gray yeah right uh -huh. so but that's the idea of one flesh and um, when you read Psalm 23, when you're especially going through this um, podcast with us, we want you to think about that. We're not talking about two individual people being shepherd by the great shepherd. We're talking about a oneness, a husband and a wife who have become one, being guided and directed. Because if that's not the case, then someone's going this way and someone's going that way. And that might be why there might be some marital strife or some some kind yeah. of um just unhappiness in the marriage when you're here together being led you know that is the best place to be and yeah you you could both be you know astray and i'm just thinking of that scripture in isaiah 53 you want to read that yeah yeah it's isaiah 53 uh we love it because it talks about the idea of of um, sheep yes. he says all of us like sheep in verse verse number six all of us like sheep have gone straight away uh, we have left God's path to follow our own yet the Lord laid upon him the sins of us all he was oppressed and treated harshly yet he never said a word he was like a lamb to the slaughter as a sheep in silent before the shears he did not mm. open his own mouth yeah because he knew what he was doing he knew that he was going to do that for us because we, um, he, he loves us and we are precious to him just like 
the sheep are precious to the shepherd. Um, that's in Isaiah 53, where it describes the entire, um, like all the affliction that Jesus went through for us. And I think it's just amazing how he brought in the sheep um, yeah. in the lamb. And he made that, Yeah. Um, the, the um, what is the word I'm looking for? Help me out. Like he's the just, analogy. Yes, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And what I like also about this text of scripture is it's the there's a redemption in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so when a sheep does, you know, get scattered or a sheep does go astray, the work that Jesus did for us on the cross through his suffering is his crucifixion, he in loving grace and in loving mercy is able to bring the sheep back to where they need to be yes you know and we might call those um when, when a sheep strays away uh we might call it sheep thrills yeah <laughs> i said you did there um yes and we have definitely been led astray by sheep thrills and things that um have taken precedent over our hearts versus you know the word of god or his guiding and leading but thank the lord yeah. thank god for his grace for his mercy that went and got sheep Monty and sheep Janine and brought us back to where we need to be. And um, that's why we, we, um, we're we here today, everybody. We, we want to share that there is hope. And maybe you're out there and you're feeling like, wow, my husband and I are like way on different paths and um, there's, mm. there's no saving our marriage. Um, yes, 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 yes. There is a um, plan that God has for you. And if you say yes to him, he most definitely will bring you back and put you on that straight and narrow, that plan that he has for your marriage. So that is um, our testimony of hope um, that we hope that you walk away with at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about, Janine, the, the role of a shepherd in, in a marriage, the role of a shepherd, even in Psalm 23. Shepherd's primary role is to protect, lead, mm-hmm. guide the flock. Yes. Um, the shepherd is always watchful of the sheep because the shepherd knows that if a sheep begins to wander, they're susceptible to wild animals, mm-hmm. um, poisonous plants, um, roaring, roaring rivers that can just literally sweep a sheep downstream. And But what does the shepherd do? Based upon scripture, his rod and his staff, he comes alongside and he gently, in grace and love, and he pulls the sheep back to where they need to be back into the fold. Right. Yes. And as we continue um, just to talk about the shepherd, we're, go- we're only going to cover um, verses one through three yes. in this episode. And then we'll get in and dive in deeper into um, four through six. There's only six verses in Psalm 23. It's a very easy psalm to memorize. Um, but why don't we give them some just some tangible tools that they can use um, to apply to their marriage today if sure. they're feeling like, you know what, we... We need some some guidance. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if you're sitting there and you're looking at each other and you're like, well, who's leading who here? Yeah. Um, we can we can help you answer that question. So there's a couple ways that a couple can assign God as their shepherd mm-hmm. and and as they navigate through through the changing season. Number one, we think is probably one of the most important ways that a marriage can uh, navigate the changing seasons is. Um, anticipate the changes in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You have to anticipate the changes that your marriage is going to go through. So, for example, if if you're getting ready to have a child, as a couple, you got to anticipate 
Right. What type of home home environment do we want? Mm-hmm. What type of value system do we want to have in our in mm-hmm. our home? And what type of yeah. exampleship do we want to set for our kids way before yes. they come into the home? Now, sometimes changes come without warning, and we understand yes. that part. And those are probably the more challenging um, parts of life that uh, you know that you're you're sometimes you're just going to have to bite the bullet and and learn each other learn each other through that but like Monty said if there's something ahead of time that you know is going to change anticipate the change yeah yeah absolutely yeah do you remember when we when we um were planning on changing our careers we really really prayed about moving up oh, here to Fountain. Yeah. yeah yeah talk um, about that more yeah so um, I had just finished college and I, I had my degree and nothing was really opening up in Pueblo that I felt like um, where I, th- I felt like I was going to thrive, and which was the high school, was high school teaching. Um, I had locked in a middle school job there, but just was not feeling like 100% peace. And then God was also kind of prodding us a little bit, even in the ministry we were involved in at the time. And we were just feeling like, you know, it's, it's probably time for a change. So we began to pray. Um, God opened the doors for the careers to yeah. happen. They fell into place pretty miraculously, but we might share that another time. But something that I thought was really closing, we had to prepare for a home. And when you are being led by the shepherd, it is amazing to see him work. And sometimes we get very impatient yeah. with our shepherd and we're just like, come on, lead us. Keep this Where, going. Yeah, because um, we were already ready with jobs. We needed a house to stay in um, or to live in. We had put our house up for sale in Pueblo and we were just looking for the perfect home. And at the time I was just every day just scrolling through and looking for, for homes that would fit our need. Um, at the time Monty had said, well, we need to be at this price point. Like we can't go above it. And I was beginning to get stressed and like the houses up in Fountain are a little more than they are in Pueblo and you need to just just stretch a little bit and and he was like no this is where we need to be so me as the obedient wife began just to like look in and just stay under that price point and we were just it was it was hard nothing was coming up and yeah. um, we began to get a little frustrated um, and then one day we found a home it was not in that price range it was just a little above but you 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 gave in a little because it was brand new um, it the location. It was right across um, a church that we were possibly going to attend. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So it was it was a good place, and it was a good reason to stretch. Yeah. So we went home that night in Pueblo, prayed, asked the Lord if this is Your will, then we're gonna do this. We had didn't a, we put an offer down on that house or an uh, initial no, offer? We actually were gonna go the next day. Remember to sign papers on it. Yes. Like we'd have decided. Okay, we told. The lady, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll sign, sign on the dotted line. So that night when we were in bed, I remember scrolling through. I don't know if it what app it was, and I saw a house that I thought was the same house. And I'm scrolling. I'm like, wait, no, this is different. And um, it happened to be the same exact model, in a different location, more more um, completed. What what I mean is like the the. The outside was completed, had yeah. a fence. Um, it had like a, um, air conditioning Air conditioning, and the other one didn't. Um, so to make a long story shorter, um, that house was under the price point we originally started with. It was like God said, hey, you said this price point. Trust me, I'm going to give you that. 
we were in the house within 30 days. Yeah. And that's just a, a, a testimony to God when you say, God, shepherd us, lead us, direct us, yeah. um, and then trusting in him. And You mentioned the key word, trusting. Mm-hmm. And it took a lot for us to trust God for the right home. Mm-hmm. He provided the right jobs. Um, he provided everything for us simply because as one flesh, we came under his guidance, his leadership, and he led us to the place exactly where we where we need to be. And so um, it was a beautiful journey um, to go through that. And so, yeah, so we talk about anticipating those changes. And mm-hmm. sometimes changes come that we can anticipate for. Other times changes just happen and we have to just react on the moment. Yeah. But the second way that I think a married couple can uh, navigate the changing seasons is to um, seek to learn to grow together. Um, And that's the most, that's very important, guys, Mm -hmm. is as a married couple, whatever seasons you're in in marriage, make a commitment, a a promise to each other that together we're going to grow through this. Yes. We're going to grow through this. Yeah, and I'm thinking about what just happened this summer. Um, An unexpected transition and change that happened in our lives was um, your job. Um, They let you go and was unexpected. And we chose to grow together. We chose to just... Um, I come behind you and support you and let you know that, hey, um, I feel secure. Don't worry. I know God's got us. And just recently, you just, the end of the summer, he um, was offered an amazing job and took it. So that was an unexpected change. And then one that we sure. did expect was our empty nest stage that we're in now. And how did yeah. how did we learn together in that show yeah. with them? So one of the things that we started doing right away was um, we read a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found this book on empty nesting and many times as we were driving back and forth down to uh, the city where our daughter plays softball, we would put on that audio book and yep. we would listen. And so together we were growing and learning through a book. We yes. would listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would have some, I mean, and we still do. We've had some amazing conversations in our backyard just talking about what this new season yeah. is. But what I love about it is we're growing together. Yeah. We're doing it together and that's that's important and we give each other grace most definitely i mean there were times when i was just a weepy crybaby at times and didn't even realize why and this was like prior to our youngest leaving our home mm-hmm. um it was just like this emotional roller coaster that i just was not understanding what is happening in this uh heart and mind of mine yeah. and he, you were so patient <laughs> so many times and we realized this is this is my body and my mind um, even preparing ahead and just sure. the stress and all of those things. So yeah. um, it's not always like spiritual. I mean, we we are flesh and blood. We're physical beings. And there's yeah. a lot of things that we ha- um, go through physically. And I, I thank you for being that that um, that source of strength at that time, because, yeah, with your with your baby leaving, being the mama bear that I am. <laughs> Um, it was a very, very tough transition. So do it together. If you notice that your spouse is distant or acting a certain way or doing things that they normally wouldn't do, um, communicate. Yeah. Communicate. Give your spouse a safe place to communicate and share. And sometimes it's just crying. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like there's times I just had to cry. Yeah. But um, it's it's good when you communicate. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. And I know a couple taught us many years ago that we're on the same team. Yes. We're on the same page. So as you're 
growing and learning together as a couple, always remind yourself that, hey, we are on the same team. Um, you're not my enemy and right. I'm not your enemy. Together, we're in this together and we are truly better together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the um, important thing about the changing seasons is make sure mm-hmm. you're growing together and learning together. Yeah. Yeah. We just gave you all just a couple little um, snippets and ideas and, mm-hmm. and tools that, again, you can put in your marriage toolbox to help as you mm-hmm. navigate the changing seasons within your own marriage. And so we know that there are probably couples out there that have done other things as well. Yeah, please um, share. Please share them with mm-hmm. us because we would love to talk about them in um, future podcasts and episodes and um, walk through some of those things. So before we sign off today, uh, we'd like to thank you for your support and your love um, with this yes. new journey with us. We've thank had you. Janine, we've had a lot of support and uh-huh. encouragement from a whole a lot of different people and so um but we need you to share 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 yeah. like and share and get this out um and i know it's going to happen it's going to take a while but um i know i've had a lot of people tell me friends and family hey we saw your video thank you and please share it so others yes. can just get the word out especially to husbands and wives married couples and maybe even those people who are beginning to plan uh, their weddings that are in the premarital um, stages that this would also be beneficial very helpful mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's so good our goal is to establish or to release weekly episodes mm-hmm. um, that is our goal is to um, uh, share a new episode every week and then if you follow us on Facebook Instagram or um, TikTok we're going to be having a lot of marriage content also on those platforms as well yeah. so like Janine said you know please like share subscribe comment uh, send us an email. Uh, we do have an email address where you can reach out to us if you have comments, yes. questions, concerns. Uh, we are at thefavoritemarriage at gmail.com. And those are just a few ways to connect with us. And so uh, thanks for joining us today, man. We so appreciate you listening in today. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, thanks again for joining us, everybody. And we truly do pray that you experience God's favor on your forever. See you soon. Thanks for joining us as we explore relevant topics about marriage and teach you how to experience God's favor on your forever.